Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. As always, I'm your girl, Candy Washington, and I'm just so grateful for this time that we have together. So if you want to share your aha moments that you have during the session, please head over to my Instagram at Candy Washington. Give me a follow and a DM and just tag me. Let me know what are the aha moments, those valuable nuggets, those light bulb moments that you get during today's session. And don't forget to please subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, again, subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and leave a comment and share, 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 because this journey to self-love and self-worth is always easier with a friend. So let's dive into today's topic, which is the top five ways that you might be doing self-care wrong. I know that might sound a little weird, a little off. How do you do it right? How do you do it wrong? But I kind of wanted to dive into five things that might be indicating that your intentionality behind your self-care practices and tools that you do might be a little skewed. So before we dive in, I want to really explain the difference between self-love and self-care and why I think intentionality is the most important part of it. So self-love is the compassionate relationship that you have with yourself. It's your loving yourself. It's being your own best friend. It's having your healthy boundaries in place. It's really being forgiving to yourself and kind to yourself, having great loving self-talk. So self-love really is self-explanatory. It's loving yourself as you are authentically and unconditionally and self-acceptance and compassion and grace. Self-care is really the practices and the tools that we use to implement and cultivate and create this loving relationship with ourself. So self-care is just the the tools and the practices that we use. And that can take many different forms. But to me, the biggest thing behind self-care is your intention, the intentionality behind it. So with that, let's dive into today's episode, which is the top five ways you might be doing self-care wrong. So the first way is that you're doing it for the gram or for click likes and views or to look cool on social media. So we all know that self-care is this big buzzword You know, the wellness industry, it seems really cool to, you know, do the spa days and the face mask and, you know, namaste and all of that stuff. But you're really doing it not so much because you have the intentionality to cultivate a loving relationship with yourself, but you're doing it because you want to kind of have this ego-based persona out there that you are, you know, I'm so centered, I'm meditating, I'm going on this, you know, vacation or blah, 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 blah. Your intentionality really is to show off or to look cool on the gram or on Facebook or TikTok or whatever. You know, you're doing it to kind of be trendy. That to me is a sign that you're doing self-care wrong because your intentionality is in the wrong place. 
So unless the intention really is, what can I do to make sure that I'm showing myself love and I'm showing myself grace, I'm showing myself forgiveness, then you're, it's not in the right place. The second sign is that you're doing it in order to be worthy. And what I mean by this is some people will do self-care, right? They're like, well, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to lose the weight. You know, I'm going to take care of myself because once I hit X, X weight, X, you know, goal, if I do the injectables or fillers or lipo, or if I do this extreme diet or whatever it is, when I get to this thing, then I'll be worthy of love and acceptance and respect and success and all of those things. So if you're doing self-care in order to be worthy of something, like when I lose the weight, I'll be worthy. When I make the money, I'll be worthy. When I reach any type of XYZ goal, once I get there, then I'll be worthy of, you know, someone's time, attention, respect, and love, or even worthy of my own time, attention, respect, and love, you're doing it wrong. It's the opposite. It's I love myself. Therefore, I take care of myself. It's not I'm going to do all these things in order to be worthy of something else. You intrinsically, exactly as you are, exactly how you are in this very moment, You are already enough and you are already worthy and you are already deserving. We do those things, the self-care practices and tools that could be journaling, meditation, therapy, uh, taking time to relax, healthy communication skills, you know, all those things that go into self-care. We do those things to cultivate that worthiness, but not in order to be worthy. And I'm going to explain the difference, what I mean by that. I'm not going to do self-care in order to be worthy. That means that I'm not worthy. That means that I'm lacking somehow. I'm less than somehow. I'm not good enough somehow. And I'm going to do all this stuff in order to be good enough. But that's not true. We do the self-care practices to honor our inherent worthiness, to remember who we are, to remember our deservingness, to remember the divinity that already lives in us. So it's not that we're doing it in order to be worthy. We're doing it in order to honor our intrinsic worthiness. I am worthy. I am deserving. I am valuable. Therefore, I choose to take care of myself because I value myself. I love myself and I respect myself. And I know that that can be a journey to get there, to get to that place where you truly feel like that. But just because it's a journey to get to that feeling, that doesn't mean that you're not already it. It's just remembering it. Again, it goes back to intentionality. The third sign that you might be doing self-care wrong is that you're doing it to fit in. This is kind of like the first one, but it's a little different. So the first one, right, it's like you're doing it for the gram. You're doing it because, you know, you want to look cool on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever, you know, posting, oh, you know, I'm doing my yoga, my Pilates. Oh, I'm doing my whatever, blah, 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 right? 
This one is more so you're doing it to fit in with a group or a crowd. Maybe all your friends are doing, oh, self-care Sunday, so we're going to do bottomless mimosas. So you go and, you know, you do that or whatever. But your but your intentionality behind it is that you don't want to miss out. You don't want to be left behind. You're not really doing it because that particular activity brings you joy or fills your cup up. I'm not saying that you don't hang out with your friends. I'm not saying you don't go to friends for support because reaching out for support is a huge way to take care of yourself. That's not what I mean. I mean, you're doing these activities because you want to fit in with a group of people who are doing these things, you know, hashtagging self-care Sunday, hashtag me time, hashtag, you know, squad, whatever it is, but you're doing it in order to fit in. You're not doing it because it authentically brings you joy. It authentically fills your cup back up. You see what I'm saying? Again, it goes back to intentionality. So if you are doing something because you want to fit in with a group of people and they're saying, this is it, this is the self-care, this is our, you know, getting our group back or whatever you want to call it, but that activity doesn't actually feed you, you're doing it wrong. It's all about the intentionality behind it. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say that's not really what I see as self-care. Or it's okay to say, yes, go and have that, but then also do something on your own or with other people that actually fills you back up. But you have to have the discernment to know the difference between the two. The fourth sign that you're doing self-care wrong. This could be attaching a price tag to your self-care practices and tools. The wellness industry, it's called an industry for a reason. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. And I think that sometimes we conflate spending money with taking, with like self-care and taking care of yourself and doing you, right? We think we have to spend money on, you know, spa days or expensive beauty products or expensive detox products or expensive, you know, trips and this, that or whatever. And it's really just commerce under the guise of self-care. But the truth is you don't really have to spend a dime to take care of yourself journaling, I mean, sure, you might you have to buy the journal and the pen, but you know what I mean. Journaling is free. And that is a huge way to take care of yourself. Get your thoughts out, get your perspective out, you know, um, really just connect back to yourself. Taking a walk in nature, that is free. Talking to, calling up a friend to get support, you know, seeking therapy or a counselor. There's apps and there's free counseling out there or whatever your healthcare is. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get into all that, but there are ways to seek support that doesn't cost this money or this big price tag. You know, it's really, sure, Spending money on yourself and splurging and doing all these great things can be a form of self-care. If that is what authentically is filling you up and your intentionality is, I'm worthy of this, I got this, I can do it, I have an abundant mindset, I'm going to go out there and do it, that's one thing. But if you think that you have to be flashy or spend all this money or do the latest trends or the latest, you know, injectable and, and, and squeezing and tucking and all of this stuff in order to be worthy, in order to take care of yourself, then that's wrong. I'm not saying that you can't spend money on yourself. I think you should. I think, I think that you are your own best investment. 
you know, if getting your hair done, getting your nails done, you know, going to the salon, whatever it is, taking care of yourself, I 100% believe in that. But your worthiness and your value should never be attached to a number, whether that number is a price tag, whether that number is on a scale, whether that number is what's in your bank account, any of those things. Your worthiness and value and value should never be attached to a number. So that's what I really mean by that. Yes, splurge. Yes, treat yourself. You know, yes, invest in yourself. But it's the intentionality behind it that matters the most. The fifth and final sign that you might be doing self-care wrong is that you are constantly judging yourself and you think you have to be perfect at it. So it, there is, it's a big sign that your intentionality might be a little off if you're comparing yourself to others. Well, this person went to this and, did, and posted this about how they're taking care of themselves. Why am I not doing it that way? Or if you think, wow, I should be further along in my journey of healing or self-care or self-worth or self-love. Why am I so far behind? Or why am I still being triggered by these things? I thought I dealt with them and got over it. Why do I keep doing this, this, and this? If you are constantly judging yourself and criticizing yourself and thinking that you have to be perfect in this process, that's a big sign that you need to take a a step back and remember that you love yourself, therefore you take care of yourself. And self-care is in service of self-compassion, self-forgiveness, and grace. So if you're bashing yourself about doing self-care wrong, <laughs> which is ironic given the title of this uh, video and this, and this podcast, podcast session, but if you're bashing yourself and judging yourself and criticizing yourself that somehow you're not perfect enough or you're not doing it right enough, that's a big sign to take a step back and remember your why. And your why is to cultivate a loving relationship to yourself and with yourself. That is the why. So stop judging yourself. Stop criticizing yourself. And even when you do, forgive yourself for it. Hold space for it. You know, to say, all right, I know I've been judging myself. I know I've been criticizing myself. That's okay. In this moment, I recognize it. I was doing it. It's okay. And now I'm going to choose a different thought. I'm going to choose a different way. Now I'm going to choose to forgive myself and to talk lovingly to myself. So if you find yourself in that mindset and in that mode, it's okay to accept it. But it's not okay to continue it. You can acknowledge it, accept it, and then choose differently. Because you don't want to bash yourself for bashing yourself because then that's another negative cycle. So there you have it. Those are our top five ways that you're doing self-care wrong. The first one is you're doing it for the gram. You're doing it for like clicks and views. You're doing it to be trendy. You're doing it because it's the cool thing to do. The second is that you are doing it in order to be worthy. Remember that you already are worthy. Self-care is just honoring your worthiness. It's remembering your value remembering that you are lovable, and remembering that you are enough. So we're not doing any of this in order to be worthy. 
We do this in order to honor our worth. The third is that you're doing it to fit in. All your friends are doing it. They think it's cool, you know, and you're doing these activities or these self-care practices in the name of self-care, in the name of treat yourself, but it doesn't actually fill you back up. You're doing it to go along to get along. The fourth is that you're attaching a price tag to it. You think you have to spend all of this money. You think you have to flash and do X, Y, and Z in order to be taking care of yourself when that is not the case. Cultivating a loving relationship with yourself does not have to cost you any money. And how much money you spend is not indicative of where you're at in your relationship to yourself. The fifth is that you are judging yourself and you think you have to be perfect at it. You don't have to be perfect. You don't criticize and you don't judge yourself. This is all a process. And there's no one way to do self-care. I know I've gone through these things, but that's really all about the intentionality behind it. What is your intention? No one is perfect. Don't strive for perfection. Strive for embracing your authentic humanness. So there you have it. So if you liked this session of our Sugar Pill Self-Care Podcast, or if you're watching us on YouTube, please be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review, and always share with a friend. That's right. Don't forget to join me over there on Instagram at Candy Washington, and check out the show notes and the description box while I will have some free goodies for you guys to pick up, and I can't wait to see you next time. So until the next episode, be well, and don't forget to take care of yourself and each other. Bye, guys. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer, Candy Washington, helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.